Hey, it's me, Timmy. So this episode is going to talk about my first four days in Melbourne with my mom. So a little side story about myself. I'm currently a junior at RMIT University in Vietnam. And at first, I actually planned to study and graduate in Melbourne entirely as um, a full-time international student. But things got changed in my second year when the COVID-19 happened. So it got cut short and I transferred my study to RMIT Vietnam to continue. Because learning online in Melbourne at home in your own space was mentally, you know, depleting. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to move on. I'm not going to stay here no more. And all about the the entire mental journey I went through, I think I'm going to make another episode about that later. But for now, talking about where things began in my first year. Yep, it was a very fun time indeed. And I'm going to share more with you in future episodes. Yeah, but for now, we are just going to talk about the beginning, the transition, how I prepared myself to study at RMIT in Melbourne as a full-time international student. I did have an entire plan for this whole journey, yeah. So anyways, so if you have been an international student or you are now, most of my friends are, they still study abroad everywhere, you'll know the, the struggle of preparing and packing everything you need. So as a, an overthinking and very meticulous kid, I was and still am, I pack a lot of stuff, honestly. I even pack an iron and also a cooker, a rice cooker with me. Yeah, I, I even pack like a stand-up mirror. I pack everything you could imagine. So I had to bring three suitcases. And my mom actually shared one with me, but she only stayed with me for like the first four days. So she didn't need much space in the suitcase. So it was all mine. Anyways, I did have some farewell parties with friends from high school and also from my extra class at E2BF. It was really fun. We had a blast together. We talked a lot and they shared a lot of experiences with me. So it was great. And so now fast forward to the last night in uh, Ho Chi Minh City when we were at the airport. So at the airport, I only had my family with me. Yeah, only family members. And the only thing I could remember was this, you know, dreading feeling. I was actually freaking out inside that my mom was going to leave me because you know what? She she was going to only stay with me for four days to prepare myself mentally and also physically, like to see where I will stay, to see my hostess, to take a look around Melbourne, to get to know more about RMIT there. And I was not ready to stay independent at all. It was very scary. So anyways, we departed and we arrived in Melbourne the next morning. 
I think about two hours delayed. And long story short, we actually had a an Aussie friend of my aunt, who I now still keep in very close touch with. He is Graham. He was a down-to-earth human being. He was so nice and he helped me a lot during my time in Melbourne. So anyways, after my aunt asked him whether he could help us during the first four days to get to know about Melbourne in general and to also get me, you know, prepare for my uni life ahead. So he said, yes, of course. He was so nice. He arrived at the airport very early, even I think one hour earlier than um, the expected schedule. But then we got two hour delayed. So it turned out to be around two hours and a half or three hours that he had to wait. So right after he picked us up, he drove me to the university to, you know, because on my to-do list during the first few days, what I had to do first was actually to join the orientation festival. I was so excited back at home because I just signed up for like every events that were available at RMIT because I was afraid that I was going to miss out on something important if I didn't attend one of them. So we drove there. It was around 12 p.m. Yes, and it was really hard. It was amid the excruciating, very sweltering uh, Melbourne summer. So, and also I was exhausted, not only from the flight, but also from the mental process I had to undergo personally. So anyways, um, long story short about how I decided otherwise, it was actually uh, the process leading up to that moment. So as we got to RMIT, so he had to park his car at like a different place, quite far away. And then we had to take the train about one to two stops to get to RMIT. So after we got to the Melbourne Central Station, which is the station RMIT is located very close to, we had to walk there. So as I walked there, I was overwhelmed. Like it was my first time in a foreign country preparing myself to stay independently. So I felt very overwhelmed. People seem to focus on their tasks, of course, but the way they did that was very different to the way Vietnamese people do. Like, I don't know. I just felt very isolated and it was not a good feeling at all. And as I walk to the queue, waiting to enter the um, festival, it was actually another overwhelming moment because they all look so tall and so well-dressed. Compared to me, I look like just a potato, honestly. And I felt intimidated. Also, the way they spoke English, it was really fast and it was very accented. I couldn't hear much. I mean, I could understand parts of it, but not. I, I'm, I feel like I was more intimidated by their accent. So anyways, they look good. They all look very grown up compared to how I dress myself at that moment. So I felt very intimidated. I didn't feel comfortable at all. So I left 
And after that, Graham took mom and I to、uh, Amy's house. And yeah, we actually had a good time there. She shared a lot of things about her personal life and what she had to go through. And I actually got to learn more about her later on, and it was heartbreaking for me. So if you are listening to this, Amy, I love you so much. I still missed you a lot, and I hope you are doing alright. I still remember about your operation, though. So I hope you have already got that over with. So yeah, we had a good time there, and as soon as we were about to leave for dinner, Natalie actually came back home, and she said hello to me. She was so nice, so kind that it put me to tears. Yeah, but I kept it, you know, very discreet. Anyways, she took me around the house, got me to feel more comfortable with the space, and she ensured me that she was going to help me through the first few weeks at RMIT Uni because she is also studying at that place at the time. So she said she could definitely help me out with that. Anyways, long story short, we got to、uh, a Vietnamese restaurant after work. And we had a lot of fun. It was actually the only meal we had throughout the day because we were up to ears with so many tasks to finish. So I got to know a lot more about Graham. He was so kind. He took us around. He just check up on everything that I had prepared to make sure that you know I was going to be even more prepared. As I、uh, got ready for my uni life, anyways, I I'm rambling now. So on to the next day, we actually had a short trip to Warburton. I think so. Yeah. So after we got my priority list with university done and over with, Graham actually um took us to Mornington, which is a Here that is overlooking the the sea view. It was really beautiful, and we actually had a blast there. We took lots of photos, but it was very sunny. It was scorching, so I and Mum literally covered up like we were camouflaging from、uh, the enemies. I think so, which is the sun. Anyways, we had a lot of fun. We also met a Vietnamese lady who was already married to an Aussie husband, and she actually shared a lot about her personal life and how she emigrated to Australia during the very tough time in Vietnam. And after we finish our little lunch break at the pier, I think that was the end of the day. I actually had really, I mean, a really good time there. So, anyways, onto the next day. So the next day, let me let me try to remember. So the next three days. So on the second day, which I think is also the last day, right? <laughs> I think so. So we went to this. I think the national park, which is also one of the. The very long walking tracks in Melbourne, and it was about one hour drive from the city. So I felt like we were really lucky to have Graham actually take us around with his car because otherwise, 
we would not be able to do that. I didn't know anything about Melbourne. My hostess seemed very, you know, busy at that time because she had to take care of not only me, but also Natalie, her brother. I mean, they were so, you know, self-sufficient, but she, I mean, as a host herself, she had to take care of everyone to make sure that, you know, everyone settled into their own routine, ritual, you know what I mean? So I don't think Emmy would have enough time to take us around. And that was also not her responsibility on the contract. So, yep, I felt in just eternally grateful for Graham. So anyways, on our second day, it was a really long trip indeed. As always, it took one hour so and also the, the weather was really hot. So I and mom always passed out in the car as he took us there. It was crazy hot if you understand what the weather is like in Melbourne. So we had a very good time there. We walked up and down the, the trail. We took lots of photos. It was very shady because it had, you know, different layers of trees like different trees that I think have been there for decades already. And yeah, there were many families, you know, picnicking around and also playing in the river water because it was really refreshing, yeah, to take a quick dip. So anyways, after we we were all exhausted from the little exercise session, we decided to visit the bakery shop that we saw earlier when we parked our car. So we went there. I was, you know, impressed by the variety of plant-based products like soy milk. And also I was impressed by many Aussie things, you know, and I got a lot of stuff. I stocked myself a few carts of milk soy milk i think so and rice milk as well and i even bought um a few cans of beans in case during the first few days i was left starving by amy which was not the case at all her food was so delicious anyways so yeah and then we ordered ourselves a meat pie i think except for graham who got like a sandwich with an omelette so we talked a little bit. He, you know, advised me more on how to uh, maneuver myself around the city life. And also he constantly reminded me that, oh, I, sh- I should focus more on my study and should not pay much attention to, you know, chasing after girls and, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend things. And I thought it was really funny, if you know what I mean. After we... Uh, got back from the trip I think it was also the last day because the next day which is the fourth day my mom stayed with me but not really because she had to leave very early so we technically had only three days together so on the very final day I had a full swing of emotion like throughout the first three days we had together I already got so emotional like whenever Graham left us in the car to fill up his oil tank, I started to get emotional. I just looked out of the car's window 
imagine I was in, you know, a movie, and then I started to cry. I was like bawling out, but I didn't let my mom see it. I only kept it to myself. I was literally shaking, and it was not a very good feeling. But I know I am very emotional, so that was very expected. Anyways, the last day, my mom left, and I was worried for her because she had never, you know, stay at the airport alone by herself to navigate her way around ever before. Like we we did go to some foreign countries, but in a group, we usually sign up for like tour. So we would technically have a tour guide take us around so we didn't have to care much. And that was also the reason why I took my mom with me because it felt safer for us to like both get lost. I think so. Then for me, um, to get lost or stranded in a foreign country, it is scary. So I was worried for mom, but luckily the Melbourne airport is not very big compared to other international airports. So she got it sorted. Actually, her gate at the very last minute got changed to another gate, and magically she found her way. Yeah, for sure. And she took a lot of photos with Graham, saying farewell and goodbye to me, and all of that. I got so emotional that very first day at uni when she left me. I was an emotional wreck. I couldn't focus on anything. I felt so bad. But honestly, Natalie and her brother helped me feel so 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 much better. They took me to RMIT. They took me around. They waited for me in the morning to take me to the uni because luckily we had a quite similar schedule on that first day. So she could take me there, and then at 5 p.m., she waited at the uh, train station to take me back, and she just encouraged me. And she also, you know, you know, got me to attend a lot of clubs and socialize more. I mean, during the first four days, I also had other events, but since it was not mentioned in the blog I wrote, so maybe I'm going to make another episode about that later. But it was a very fun time. I had so much fun, and I was so grateful for Graham and for Natalie, for Amy, for her brother, and also for my Chinese housemate. He also helped me a lot. They were also kind to me. And I feel like I wouldn't have made it if it was not for them. And I am forever grateful. And anyways, I think that is the end of this episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you have any feedback, you can definitely um, message me on Facebook or LinkedIn, and I'll get back to you with another episode very soon. Anyways, cheers.